You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. A know-it-all elitist purchases a town and everything soon goes to hell. But enough about Kim Basinger. Jamie, yep. let's go watch Mosquito Coast. And Kim Basinger, we love you. We really do. Listen to our episode on My Stepmother's an Alien. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We are here, as per usual, to talk about a movie from the 1980s. Um, I am one half of this podcasting team, Jamie Lorello. The other half is DP McCambridge, mm-hmm. here to uh, talk to today, to, at this moment, about a, 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 more, um, a more serious film than what we normally cover, wouldn't you say? Not that we only cover, like, comedies from the 80s, but usually there's no. a little more... I mean, we've done a lot of horror. We've done a lot of... We had did a whole month of the Corys. <laughs> wow. Is, That's instantly where you go to. You're like, what's the opposite of this? Oh, I know. That one where they trade bodies with Jason Robards. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess... Um, yes. I mean, we do serious movies, right? Oh, yeah, we do. I suddenly, I can't think of any. I know. Instantly, when I after I watched it, I was breaking? like, this is the pretty serious dancing <laughs> okay. happening in Breaking. Right. No, what was the one with uh, Mary Stuart Masterson? Where, well, that was kind of a scary one, too, where she was the winter one. Uh, I don't think that was Mary Stuart. That's Mary Stuart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Virgin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. They're both like rail thin <laughs> ladies that are probably in their late sixties. So yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, no, 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 no. You're right. This is more serious. This yeah. is this is uh. This is, I mean, not that there isn't anything to laugh about in this. I would say entire characters, perhaps the main one, is laughable. Oh, he's a lunatic. He's right? Crazy. He's a- <laughs> and every turn I was like, why? Why are they all following him? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to shake Ellen Mirren. Get and she was out. so so oh, okay. So our movie is Wait, wait a second. <laughs> Sorry, okay, I do have I do have just a couple things. Oh, to talk you about have some housekeeping. Okay, gotcha. Because I do occasionally do guest spots on Oh, you do. Um, podcasts and I don't I I fail to mention them a lot, and I feel bad. But um, I did a couple that touched on 80s movies. And I know that you and I had said if we ever do guest spots on yeah. shows that do 80s movies, we're not going to do those. Like, that's it. They're done for all They're intents off and purposes. Our, right. So the first one is a podcast called The Complete Kubrick, where the awesome. hosts go through all of Stanley Kubrick's films in chronological order. And Titular, then, done, then. Yeah, and then... <laughs> And when they're done, they will then choose another director and do the same thing. Oh, okay. So they brought me on as they referred to me more than once as an 80s expert. I don't feel comfortable with that title. (laughs) But they brought me on to talk about Full Metal Jacket. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, which was a lot of fun. I hadn't seen it since I was pretty young. Um, and if you want to hear me talk about a movie in a more serious manner, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Go check that out. It's the complete Kubrick. This was a while ago, so I do apologize to the hosts. They're probably on to Eyes Wide Shut by now. They may have <laughs> even closed it out. <laughs> Maybe they're done with Kubrick. But go and find that episode. Awesome. Now, there are a few movies off the list, Jamie, that we cannot talk about, and this might make you very happy. Or? And some of our listeners, they might be a bit bummed out. Okay. Because I went on a podcast called The Death Rattle to talk about every single Friday the 13th movie that was made. Yeah. So I think that every takes like one, every one, wow. and that was twelve movies. That's pretty comprehensive. Well, yeah, uh, it was a long. It was like almost three hours. Wow! And it gets muddy. Like I don't, I couldn't tell you now what happens in the fifth one, the sixth one, the seventh. <laughs> they're all the same. Yeah, they do. Well, it is yes. kind of all the same yeah. formula and everything. And I believe people are probably listening to this on. Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. They said out. they were hoping to put that up on Friday the 13th. So it comes and, out. Yes. And ah. they also said that they would send it to me and that we could put it up. And I was thinking maybe just throw it up on the Patreon. There. Boom. Love another, that. You know, another couple hours Little gift. for people that support us. Yes. Love it. Love it. <sighs> All right. That's it. Excellent. Because I can't. We, we have to get into this. We got to set sail. We got to go on this adventure. We got to leave the asparagus farm and get, get to the natives. Are you ready? Asparagus farm. <laughs> the fact that this. Oh, the fact that George Costanza is in the opening <laughs> of this movie. And I don't I think. I think he says the price of whatever he's trying to sell him. I don't think he has any other line. No. Oh, all no. Right. I don't think he does. No, he's just trying to sell him some um, some non-American made wares. <laughs> this character, such a little our, anarchist, right? So our movie, our movie, is The Mosquito Coast. Yeah, from 1986, directed by Peter Weir, who has directed some great films, like yeah. really good movies. Like I, I think I recommended Picnic at Hang Rock on here before. He directed that. He directed Dead Poets Society. The, the Truman Show more recently. Um, he's guy's got some chops. He's, he's done a, some yeah. great work. And yeah. it's written by Paul Schrader, the guy who wrote Taxi Driver. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And Justin Thoreau's uncle wrote the book that this is based on. Well, look at you with all your facts. I had all to your find background out. Facts. Like, I, as I was watching this, I was like, there has to be some heavy hitters behind this. Like, Harrison Ford would not have just done this for anyone i think you don't think i think or do you think story... he was just desperate to be a creep in a movie well i don't know that it's creepy though i mean he does get a little crazy off the deep end but i thought i mean i thought he did a great job in it and i didn't think oh, i'm I not thought... saying he didn't i'm just saying this character is unlike any character i think i've probably seen him ever play and certainly we've seen in this podcast as a great actor isn't that what you want to kind of stretch for is oh, playing yeah, yeah, those characters out of the zone so i i think that 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 i think the script must have been good obviously you know and the story was good for a moment there but then i realized it's based off a book not based off a book that's based off of a true story because for a moment i was like whoa did some guy bring ice to the eye <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's not it a true, true story. story. Okay. It's not, guys. It's just off right. just a little novel, a story. I mean, it's it's realistic enough where it could have been a true story. It's not oh, it's sure. not the most insane thing you've ever seen. I'd like to hope this gave some crazies out there some ideas about what they could do. <laughs> right. And these people were probably never heard from again. <laughs> As I assume his family might have been at the end of this. I don't know. Yeah, no, where do sure. they end up I'm, being? I'm sure they f- they found that boat driver. Is that what a boat driver's called? No, a captain, no. right? Well, he is a captain, but was he a captain? They, didn't they call him Mr. Something? And didn't they call each other Fada? I have a lot of questions about names of people in this. Uh, I have to, I think that we should put out, you know, sort of a... a, a disclaimer. A, what can we, yeah, disclaimer. Uh-huh. I may use the term native. I may use the term oh, yeah. Indian because they use, like, uh, it was so tough for me to not think about anybody in those terms in this movie because that's what everybody... Savage? Doesn't he call them a savage? Oh, well, savages. that... Was a bit over the line. Well, that's when he starts to lose it a little <laughs> Even more. Even like was did... like, "Whoa, yeah. hold on a second, Harrison, <laughs> yeah. you just crossed the line, man." See, what was his name? Even Allie Fox. Allie was his Allie. name. Allie, uh huh. See, because yeah. I couldn't. I. But her name is Mother. Yeah. <laughs> to everyone. To everyone. She does not have a name in this movie. I even waited for the credits, and I was like, IMDb can't be right. Helen Mirren can't just be mother. Nope, it's but right there. But that's her. Credits. She's mother. Yeah. And those twins are back. Oh, my those God. Those twins oh from God. Great Outdoors, were they the same, right? Yes. So we recently watched for our Patreon page, so it's not something everyone got, but we got to watch The Great Outdoors, which is a fun film with John Candy, and there's these two creepy twins in there um, that we see again. I didn't think these twins had much of a career, but I guess they did. These are their only movies they ever did. Okay. It was this and Great Outdoors? Just like Penny in Dirty Dancing, we have closed out their careers. (laughs) Well done. I, I have to say they did not bother me in this movie as no, much they were as much they did cuter. in the Great Outdoors. They yeah. were still had were given minimal lines. Well, this is this is two years before the Great Outdoors, and they were given more to do and say in this movie than two years yeah. later. They were cuter when they were younger too. <laughs> I, it took a long time. I think I was almost done with the movie when I went. Wait a minute. Are those the same two girls? And I literally <laughs> typed it in thinking, there's no possible way. But it is. It is. Yeah. They're back. Oh, man. And then who's the... So it's Harrison Ford, who's Allie, mother, which Helen Mirren is just a, always just a joy on screen. She, and, um, I'm, not, I'm not crazy about her accent in this. A little oh. bit of that... English slips out every yeah, now and, and then. Yeah, and you're not appreciating that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if she has to hold words for longer or something, you can tell that she's British. And I think, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what I've seen her in recently. She can do a decent American accent. So I think this was just early on. She was still working on it. She was still working it through. But she is a treasure. She's Helen Mirren. Yeah. Fine. Great. Good for her. But boy, oh boy, this her. character... <laughs> Like I this, know you want a little more of a this doormat wh- of a character. Yeah, where are you going with your? You're just following the husband. She's strong. I mean, she's she's the mother of. She's the matriarch, obviously, of the island yes. of the family. 
But, and she sews the whole tribe clothes off of this one cloth oh, that they got brought in, which part. is great. I loved it too. And I love the pattern that they all were wearing. Um, I just love that guy standing there staring at it. She's like, oh, uh, can I help you with something? He's just he's practically like raising his eyebrows and looking at that yellow he's fabric. Drooling. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you like this? And then smash cut to everybody. T-shirts, skirts. Everyone on the island just got <laughs> She really made use of that fabric. Oh, uh, I, I was like, how much of the fabric did she I have? Know, that's what I thought. I was like, what was she planning on doing with it to begin what? with? Wow, do they make do of making an island happen? But wait, mm. let's let's back up before they even get to their oh, yeah yeah okay coast adventure. They are a family of. So there's also River Phoenix is the oldest son. Mm-hmm. Who's the other son? He's he does a good know. job. I don't. He know does who a really good job. Because yeah. he's the most sensible one when he wants to murder yes. his father. <laughs> I love it when he's sitting in the boat. Don't you just want to stab him in the back? Wanna, I think it would be easy to kill him. <laughs> like, you know what? You seem like a psychopath, but yeah. Let's listen I, to you, kid. Yeah, yeah. I think you're onto something, kid. <laughs> so they are, they're a happy little family that live in this on this farm in, I don't know where, Iowa maybe, I'm going to say. I don't they, know. They help the – they are not the farmers necessarily. <laughs> no. There's a farmer there who hires all these migrant workers who are migrant from the coast of Africa, I guess. I don't know where they're migrant uh, from. Well – Because then what coast do they go back yeah, to that's I'm their homeland? I like to know – where they are in the United States. Yeah. And where, where is Based the, on where they go. Is where they go a fictional place? I know I should no, know no, this. No, no, no. The Mosquito is it a real? Coast. No, it's off of, I believe, South America. I could oh, be it's wrong. South America. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Which makes me wonder, like... That makes sense with the jungles. All of the stupid research I did, I didn't even check to see if it's on the East Coast or the West Coast. Okay. I... Okay. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't. No, but that makes sense. With I the mean, it does matter because it's America. the entirety of the movie. Well, no, I didn't know if it was a fictional place because it's a book, and so I didn't know if I should bother even knowing, being aware. No, it's, it's a real. real thing. Yeah, it's a real place. Yeah. Boy, am I naive, um, or ignorant, whatever. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> my, listen, I'm looking up the twins. I could have done research on where the Mosquito <laughs> Coast is. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I was like, what do those twins look like now? Are they alive? Yeah. <laughs> so should we say maybe they're in Texas? They're Texas farmers? Let's, I don't know. There maybe. you go. Let's split the okay. country right in the middle. There you yeah. go. They're in Texas. Okay. Um, we do get um, River Phoenix bookends this movie with voiceovers. Oh, a yeah. Couple, He's a couple snarry. other times yeah. a voiceover mm-hmm. pops up here and there. His dad's mm-hmm. like an inventor or something. Right. right? Crazy he's just, inventor. They yeah. keep saying he's an inventor. As though that is a profession? Because well, I don't think that's a profession. Well, he's... I don't think that's a profession. <laughs> I think he... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because I think that's what he's hired on the asparagus farm to do is make these inventions to help his asparagus. And I guess... I mean, we don't find out the details, but I'm guessing maybe he lives for free with his family on the farm so that he helps the farmer. Right. We don't know anything about their living situation. Right. They are on this guy's farm, and, I mean, you say he's there to create inventions. He, based on what the farmer says, he's there for a very specific purpose. Right. Which is to create large refrigeration for the barn, to cool down the barn so that the asparagus doesn't die. Right. 
He does right. not do this, though. No, because he's a little off there. Well, and we should say when we meet um, or when we see for the short amount of time that we see George Costanza yeah. that we get he's he's constantly ranting about America and consumerism. Yes. And um, he, he's just he's a, he's a crazy kind of anarchist kind of activist. Right. Kind yeah, of. like he doesn't want to buy the weather stripping or whatever that George Costanza gives him. And he's like, do you work for Japan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he says goodbye, he goes, maybe I should have said sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't, I'm not sure I want to go this far, but if it were this day and age, he'd have a Trump bumper sticker on that truck, right? I don't know. I don't like, know if he's... he'd be so extreme in the other direction of like, but extreme, like not just Bernie yeah. Sanders, like big time, mm, like. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't pin down his views. <laughs> <laughs> Not his current. He's views, a but complex character. It's very his his kids though look up to him initially. Like they sure. think that he, you know, I mean, he's, he's this their crazy dad. Yeah, but they when when the movie starts out, they don't think he's he's crazy. They think that he's right. wise and that he's got all these great ideas and his inventions always somehow work. And even in the beginning, I had like this. Like, you, you love his energy and his excitement, sure. even though it's a little scattered and a little, like, um, mad scientist. He's passionate, right? But he's also one of those people that thinks they know more than everybody else. And, oh, and yeah. can become very, very irritating pretty quickly. Because mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that, that every time he talks... But, boy, when he's on that island and they're working and everything is just like, you buy shit you don't need. And they yeah. convince you that you want it. And you don't. I'm like, yeah. Harrison Ford, yeah. nobody speaks this language. Shut up. Like, yeah. he's a guy in a bar that you just want to get away from. Yeah, yeah. Good way, yeah. Yeah, but then again, it's like he needed that island to let it all spew out. He needed – I think what we see is, like, this character going through, obviously, like, this nervous breakdown, right? Sure. Through this mm-hmm. whole movie. And when it starts, it starts with he's just unhappy in America, right? With his kids right. and driving around and the he, – he's – America is just going to be cut. It's going to go into a nuclear war. They're going to fight each other. Kids with guns. I mean, it's very. Yeah, it's very like, and then you go on welfare and then you get yeah. lazy and you mm-hmm. get paid to do nothing. And yeah, it was. Um, Society rewards whole, that. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, like you said, he's supposed to be making this, this cooling system for this asparagus. <laughs> and instead he's working on this, this. It looked reminded me of TikTok for a second from the Oz, return oh, to Oz. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> he's explaining it even to this contraption that he's making, and he's explaining to the kids how it has lungs and a and and a spleen and kidneys mm-hmm. that flush it and da 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 da. And he's making this little like like um, box um, electric box, I guess. No, but it's not electric. No, like, you're it, right. It just it runs doesn't. off That's of right. like. A fire, or yeah. Because he makes he makes this. It's a little box, and it's a freezer yep. that that like flash freezes water with, like immediately with fire. So it's fire that gets it going. Not you don't electric. have to plug yeah. it in. Mm-hmm. The only energy source is he lights a little fire inside right. of it. I guess I don't know if it runs off of gas or propane or whatever, and then mm-hmm. somehow it creates ice. Mm-hmm. Great. But the farmer's like, I didn't, what are you doing? I didn't want yeah, you to. Yeah, I don't do, want I this. I have to cool a whole barn. He's like, but it's a scale model. 
Yeah. He's like, oh, imagine this huge. And he's like, all my crops are going to die. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I need something bigger and I need it now. Right? right? So... And then he, he gets this idea. He starts talking about... He presents the machine to the farmer. And the farmer's kind of like, what am I going to do with that? And then he kind of like... Like, I fucks the migrant workers. And is like, oh, yeah. And then takes oh, yeah. the kids back. Like, oh, yeah, these guys. This is what it's really about. And then takes the kids to their the boys to the migrant living quarters. Yeah. And even the boys are like, I don't think we should be here. Like, this is where they live. And he's like, no, they're natives. They love when people come as guests. But nobody's there. <laughs> they love yeah. it when we just walk into their house. But he does say weird things like, imagine if these migrant workers saw ice. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I'm sure they see ice. But this is when he sort of has his big plan. Yeah. And I guess he gets these migrant workers together at his house. Yeah, he has some kind of meeting of the migrant workers. He does. He has a meeting. Uh The door busts open. They're all drinking (laughs) beer. They're all happy. Like, the migrant workers are super happy. They're all fada, fada. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford gives River Phoenix a letter to give to his boss. The farmer. The farmer. I love that it's not just dated. The time is on it. It's like 7.30 Sunday. The penmanship <laughs> is impeccable. It's like flourishly signed at the bottom too. Yep. And the farmer is very upset by this. And he, sends, he tells River Phoenix, he's like, your father is a dangerous man. Yeah. He is yeah. a dangerous man. And there are a lot of like signals as to what's going to happen. At one point, the the younger brother He's just laying in bed. Oh, yeah. He's like, something bad's going to happen. <laughs> right. And Elmer's like, oh, no. Everything will be fine. And even she, you can tell she's been living with this maniac for who knows how long. And she gets, I guess he gets passage down the coast. Right? Yes. Down yes. to the Mosquito Coast. Oh, that would make sense why they take the boat. Da, da, da. Okay. Right. That's what this meeting yeah. of the migrants was about. Yeah. I guess him saying, hey, guys, when you go back, I guess tomorrow, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Take me with you. Right. And they say they're going to do it. And there is no, like, there are no scenes of him trying to convince his family to be on board with this. It is instantly like Helen Mir looks at dirty dishes and is like, I guess I never have to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you like how the dirty dishes are steaming, too? They're steaming. I was like, wow. It's like fresh dirty dishes. <laughs> the water is very hot. Yeah. You're in Texas and the water's steaming? Wow. <laughs> he just scoops them all up. They pack, like, sleeping bags and all the kids are ready. And yeah. we're on that really shitty boat. It's not like. A cruise ship by any means. It's yeah, it's a, like the African Queen in yeah. that movie with Humphrey Bogart. Like it has the, yeah, the yeah. steam, like the smokestack out of the yeah. top and everything. Yeah. It yeah. always looks like it's going to tip over. Like at one point I was like, they can't all stay on the one side of that boat. It's going yeah. to capsize. Yeah. Now they're on the boat with another family. Um, uh, but he's a, uh, a... Like a missionary. A missionary, yes. Yes. And Martha Plimpton is... Martha Plimpton stops by for eight minutes in this movie. She cruises in. She talks about being excited in the bathroom while she thinks about River Phoenix. And she cruises out. Oh, and she comes back in at the end. She comes back in later. I do like to think that they shot this movie in sequence. And she got like a phone call eight months later. She's like, what? You're still making that movie? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll come down to Brazil or whatever. Yeah. 
she kind of tries to talk to River Phoenix a little bit. Oh, right? she is totally into River Phoenix. Yeah. And says some very strange things to him. Mm-hmm. I think about you when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> that is so like, creepy. Like when she's taking a shit? Like, what, what does that I'm mean? Think <laughs> uh, about River Phoenix while taking a massive <laughs> dump. <laughs> and she, I even, that was great when she said it. But even when they got to shore at one point and he looks over and she mouths it back to him. Yeah, again. she does with those little star sunglasses on or whatever. Yeah. She got heart sunglasses, I think they are. <laughs> Um, And it is great how she's like the most grounded, quote unquote, normal character in this movie. Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She even walks up to him. She's like, hey, what's your favorite band? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I just met this guy's dad. I don't think he listens to music. No, (laughs) yeah. This guy, I don't think River Phoenix ever watched TV, listened to music, went to go Mm -hmm. see a movie. That's not what this family is. No, no. And even later on, she's like, hey, dudes, what are you doing here? This yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah, America's kind of shitty, but it hasn't blown up. Yeah, right. Yeah, when they think that dad thinks that it's all gone, oh, tells him that. What a that's, lie. That's crazy. Well, he doesn't, as much as Martha Plimpton's character gets along with River Phoenix's character, who, what's his name? What's the son's name? Uh, Charlie. The dad's, Harrison Ford does not get along with the missionary guy. They don't see eye to eye. Obviously, he's he's sort of anti-religious. He's not into any kind of right. uh, even like formal religion. And, him on yeah, Bible and his Bible verses. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's very well-read, super intelligent. Yeah, I was so into that blue jeans Bible that he gave him. Oh, <laughs> the priest him. and it does just look like a Bible wrapped up in blue jeans because there's like a big pocket on the front. <laughs> It is crazy. You want And one. he laughs at it, and he's like, you see this, kids? This is what I was talking to you about. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And he throws it back to him. <laughs> so they get to, I guess, nobody really talks about where they are exactly. Because when they first get there, they're like at a town, like at an actual port. Mm-hmm. And there are people running all over the place. Um, but they I don't go to like exactly a bar. Is. Yeah, it's I guess that whatever would be the mainland to wherever they are. Mm-hmm. We get to watch River Phoenix watch people dance for a very long. And time. the dancing's <laughs> kind of fun. There's some yeah. fun dancing, and River Phoenix is sipping like a pink soda or something, and yep. um, kind of watching this town go down. Right. Yeah. And the dad is talking to. Oh, well, let's just say that when Harrison Ford arrives on the island and when he arrives on the other island, he is pumped. He is so happy to be on this island. He is so happy to be out and out of civilization. He's he's where he wants to be. And his family is like long journey, but we're here. I'm amazed that those two twins didn't get boat sick or or seasick or anything. I'm amazed those kids aren't dead in a week (laughs) of just wandering around the jungle once they get to where they're going. It it does it does seem a little intense. Look, his enthusiasm is like at an eleven throughout this movie. Yeah, but then later on there are times where you see that it is just an act. Like, yeah. Spoiler: yeah. When, well, it needs to when be. the whole town burns down, and oh, he's like, man. "Hey, hey, this is great." We, yeah, we don't need right? to worry about anything anymore. Yeah, and he like turns away from the camera. It's like, oh. <laughs> like it's you see after a while that I guess he's enthusiastic, but how much of this is just it's a sincere. weird act? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he yeah. meets a man at Finds this the bar. Finds the only other white guy that's yes. around. Yeah. 
and he and... buys a town. Yeah. <laughs> Called Geronimo. <laughs> oh, P.S. We forgot to mention the boat, the shady boat that they take um, over with the missionary is called the unicorn. Did you note that? I did not note that. Well, there you go. Oh. They take the unicorn to buy a town named okay. Geronimo. I love um, it. And now they, they, what? You bought a town? I did. This is what we're doing. Living the, not American dream, living the, the freedom dream, I guess. that's what, like, again, he wants to leave America. He wants to go. He wants to, does he even tell his family about this ice machine? I don't think so. So every time no, they stop No, he does some, bring the kids in the, I mean, they know about well, it. Well, they know about doesn't. that weird thing. But Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think anybody knows about his ultimate plan right for that giant monolith like that's that's crazy so in my mind i kept thinking like helen mirren probably thinks this is where they're living now like yeah this place with all these people dancing having a great time (laughs) nope (laughs) no we gotta keep going we've got an island we've got a town we bought yeah so they take another boat now this is where they meet the captain yes i don't the the only not the only good person in this movie, but clearly, like, the hero of this movie is yeah. that guy. Like, he has the best Mr. of intentions for... I don't know what his name is. Mr. I didn't write it down. Let's either. just call him the boat driver. Okay. <laughs> and how about how Harrison Ford's like, hey, uh, just let me drive your boat, man. Like, that's cool, right? I'll just I'll just drive your boat. He's like, no, you idiot. No, I'm it's the boat driver. Boat. It's my boat. I love right. it. And Harrison Ford, like you said, is normally has the answer for everything to everyone else, but he just kind of shuts up and is like, all right, yeah, it's, it's like, your all boat. Right. You know what? Someday yeah. this will be my boat. Don't worry about it. I'll figure yeah, it out a way. Exactly. Someday I'll give you my watch and you'll buy an even better boat. Right. Um, <laughs> How about that? You sold my watch? Yeah, for a boat. You gave it to him. Even Helen Mirren's like, you're cool with this. And what the fuck is this guy going to do with a watch? <laughs> like, there's nothing he needs a watch for. He tells the time when the sun goes up and yeah, down. Harrison Ford, you just said you don't need it. Why would you yeah. think he would need it? <laughs> and the man needed a boat because his other boat caught fire because of your dumb ice experiment. But, all right. So the, they take this boat down to yet another much more underdeveloped town that when the family comes out off the boat and onto shore and sees where they're at, they're like, what? And again, Harrison Ford's like, yes, this is what we need. We just, this is what we needed. And he does, he's got his plan like instant. He's, and we're going to take this and this house will be this and it'll be all connected. Right. And the family at first is like, oh shit. What? Yeah. First, they were like, "Yay, we have an we have a little town. We bought a town. It's our town." Where's the? I think they were picturing like cobblestone streets and like right. little shops. And mm-hmm. this town is like it's a town full of tool sheds. Like that's what this looks yes. like, right? Yes. Just the, yes, and not like a nice shed that the Amish come and build for you. Like one no. that you and your drunk uncle put together. <laughs> it's just it looks tiny and dilapidated. And then there's just mud all around. And no one's mowed the lawn for years in this area. Yeah. In this tool shed village. Yes. <laughs> no one's mowed the lawn. <laughs> right. But he does. He has a lot of plans. He has some great ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does a pretty great job of, like, getting this town in order. Executing. Yeah. 
the townspeople fall right in line as he starts mm-hmm. sort of directing them on what they have to do. He propels a lot of things. Even when they're finished, they have this ceiling fan in their little outside porch area. And it's like everything is, is on that? some sort of... Right? How cool is that? Does he have a ceiling fan at that moment? He just like turns a crank and a ceiling fan starts. But everything has got cranks and like gears. And right. he's he's got running water in the town. Yeah. And yeah. Um, this little like kind of this uh, setup like a kind of like a commune like it's just this like Mm kind of outdoor indoor building thing where i think the whole town just exists and they do too i mean Um, it it is pretty great because at one point he he does go into this town and i guess were you missing a music montage for this when they put the town together (laughs) a little music montage like we're building building some shit especially after she makes them the clothes like that could be in the montage like yeah 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 but he's really great like he goes into this town he's like listen i am not your boss i'm not bossing you around i'm not in charge you're the boss tell me what you want first yeah yes that's true he has a nice democracy right right obviously he goes there with no weapons we find that out later he's got no weapons no aggression toward these people he wants to work with them right and they find it pretty easy to work with and kind of for alongside of him and again, like his kids are these two weird little twins, like these two little oh, girls yeah. who are probably what eight years old, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They're they're there. They're running around. They got leeches on them at one point. Oh yeah, they did get attacked by leeches. <laughs> they're riding their little. They he makes a washing machine, and the washing machine goes by bicycle pedals. Oh and my riding, god, that washing the, machine by yeah. stationary bike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he makes a town. Like, he, he literally yeah. makes a town. They're living in what looks like a, a two-story home. Yeah, no, it's a it's a nice setup he's got going. Um, and it, he makes it, it all from nothing. Like, it is... Yes. I mean, the logic is probably insane. I don't think mm-hmm. you could do most of what he did. But it's quite impressive. And like you said, everything seems to be running on pulleys and cranks and water and stuff like that. Right. So it seems quote unquote feasible so they they get they do get things up and run and he oh p.s he also makes an announcement to his family uh, about just how he's you know he's this is home now they don't want to go back to america and he makes an analogy about how his his mother dying (laughs) and how he doesn't want to watch his grandmother he doesn't want to watch america die essentially the way he had to watch his grandmother die or something he sounded like trump at the beginning of this because he's like listen Nobody loves America more than I do. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what it's like? And he tells him a story about how his grandmother wanted him to feed her rat poison. <laughs> oh, I like it when he says, give me rat poison. <laughs> right to those creepy curly-haired twins. They took this story a lot better than they took the one about the scary bear that John Gandy told them. Um, <laughs> anyway. I did um, notice he did bring a chainsaw. He brought a chainsaw. Yeah, that's right. And gasoline. He, yeah. Like he's got yeah. he's got fuel and that comes into play in a little bit. Once they get their island pretty much or their little mm-hmm. area all set up and going, the missionary guy comes rolling into town because he has heard about well, because they do get a delivery, they get the fabric delivery. Um, boatman, if we want to call him, the boat captain brings mm-hmm. them a delivery from I guess the mainland of the fabric and, and yes. Then soon, um, the, he, the, he's pretty great. Like every time the boat captain shows up, 
he's just like, oh my god, I didn't know that you were gonna do that. Like I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. I thought you were just crazy. I mean, you are. Yeah. But this looks pretty. But this great. looks really good. And yeah. Here's some food and you know supplies. Yeah. Right. The missionary guy had heard that you know words out on the street, mm. all around the <laughs> island, I guess, or words out on the river. Right. About what he's built. But he chases him away, right? How does he get him to leave? He doesn't even let him in. Like, he doesn't even let him into the town. Like, he Well, he tries him. to... And doesn't he try to preach to the people of the town and they laugh yes. at him, basically? Oh, all because, the people. They're all having yeah. a good laugh because... Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure Harrison Ford says something demeaning or whatever. Well, Jesus laughs. never... But, well, his also... his One of his views on religion is, like, that, you know... Yes, God gives us certain things, but then it's up to us as men to make the most of the things okay. he gives us and build things kind of thing. So he's, I think the natives and Harrison Ford makes a joke about like, yeah, what are you going to do here with your God? Like I came here and made this village, not your God. It was me and the manpower that did it. Your prayers didn't. Yes. And everyone's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did so you yeah, notice he's... in this scene that Helen Mirren has a parrot on her shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this come from? And it never comes back again. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's a damn shame. They it's have a name great. for him too. I feel like. They oh, I didn't even something. know that. I think oh. they do. Yeah, and and it is also do. at this point when he says something like, "He's like, if anybody wants to go with this preacher, you know what? You could just cross the Geronimo state yeah. line." <laughs> the Geronimo state line. Well, that's what it is essentially. But nobody leaves. Nobody and goes. Did you with know him. that the um. The maid from Gone with the Wind. This was her last movie role. Really? Uh, the lady who has the really high-pitched, squeaky voice. Just the oh, older yeah. lady. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think she just has like one or two lines. But this yeah, was like, she does, yeah, but... this was her last movie role. That's all. Look at that. How about their get up for Thanksgiving? How about that they were there from Thanksgiving? When did they get there? And now I don't they know. There's no time. There's up. no time frame. No. Given, but... like, I don't know how the... we never see him shaving. We never see anyone cutting their hair. No. Like, everyone's hair is basically the same length. River Phoenix stands up higher and higher as the movie <laughs> a little goes. Bit, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they're there for Thanksgiving, and they seem to make a big deal out of this, but I don't know when they left. I mean, I could try and figure out when the planting season in Texas is, but I don't oh, know yeah. that. No, those details that you don't have to figure out. And that's um, also assuming they're in Texas. Right. Well, I'm going to say because it's a southerner. It's very dusty. Yeah. Do you remember that photo? Do you remember the the um oh the mugshot of what's his face? I want to say Gary Busey, but not Gary Busey. An actor I always confuse with Gary Busey. Oh yeah, Nick Nolte. Yes, Nick Nolte. Nolte, Do you remember that DUI, that photo of him with the crazy hair and he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt? That's what Harrison Ford looks like in this. He's one (laughs) step away from being Nick Nolte in that photo. As the crazy, especially as it goes on, and the crazier he gets. Good comparison. Yeah, 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 yeah. They celebrate this Thanksgiving. Getting back on track, they celebrate this Thanksgiving and. Oh, the kids! The kids seem to be kind of just like falling, and they like it oh, here, the right? They are, get to play in when the water. Playing, I really enjoyed the scene where the kids were playing. It's very sweet, and they have like mm-hmm. like cups, and they're like, "Well, this could be money, and this could be da 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 da." And then once that conversation happens, River Phoenix is like, "Don't tell Dad we're doing this." Yeah, he hates money. I guess <laughs> we can't even <laughs> pretend we're purchasing even, goods. Right. Right. He'll ask where they've been manufactured, <laughs> and if we say it's a different island, 
will get so upset. Yeah, who's you know. making that fabric that they're bringing in? I don't think they're making it there in that little town. I don't think they're making it in Geronimo. He seems to have no problem importing propane and fabric. He's got, listen. listen. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to call him a hypocrite because he did make everything else himself. Even down to, so now the next thing they start working on after building their awesome outdoor-indoor village is um, they build this this giant refrigerator thing. Fat Boy, I think is what he calls it. Mm-hmm. Fat Boy. Um, he gets that name when they're talking to the farmer at the beginning with the little thing. He's like, what? Uh, Fat Boy? Should we call him Fat Boy? <laughs> Fat Boy? Like, Does that mean something? Is this a joke that I'm not getting? Uh, they build this... <sighs> How many stories high would you say this thing is? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Let's say somewhere right? between five and eight stories high. It towers over the trees on the island, right? Because you and can see it And it's all like made field. of that corrugated sheet metal. So mm-hmm. it looks ridiculous. Like uh-huh. It looks... Stands out. It's a bit of an eyesore on the island. Right. <laughs> Aesthetically, it's not great. No. no. But he makes this and I love it. Everybody's so afraid of it, justifiably. It makes weird noises, like when he starts it up. And then he it's just like, opens the door and he's like, see you guys later. And he walks into the darkness <laughs> and emerges with a snowball and says to these islanders, you've never seen a snowball before? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, ice is civilization, right? That's his bumper sticker. Ice is civilization. <laughs> I want that bumper sticker. <laughs> It's a conversation starter. <laughs> right? Well, did you ever see Mosquito Coast? No. Then they have basically a giant ice party where the big fat boy <laughs> shoots out like basically. It's like a big giant like Snoopy snow cone machine. <laughs> and it just starts like shooting snow cones. And everybody's like islanders. slipping and sliding yeah. and jumping around in it. Yeah. And the islanders are so freaking excited. Like well, he ice made air is- conditioning. He made, he has. Very this, clever. Very clever. Yeah, he has yeah. Like an inflatable tube that goes uh-huh. from this giant machine, I guess, into all of the dwellings. And pumps the cold, icy air in yeah. there. Yep. It's kind of amazing. And the town is like awesome. Cold water. One guy turns the faucet, cold water comes out. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's he's, he's, pretty amazing. Like Now that he gets a little silly, though. So he's. Oh, does it? Now is when well, it gets silly. <laughs> He, He's, he built an eight-story high ice <laughs> machine. Because ice is civilization. They love it. I like the kid that takes the family photo of them in front of this ice machine, and it takes oh, yeah. so long. It's a weird... It is an awkward, like, like pause. The, the camera pans the family, and they all have to stand there and smile, like... Like they're getting their picture <laughs> taken in 1860. Yeah, yeah. Like there's going to be a pop and now they're blind. Yeah, yeah. Well, they it's a big deal. They brought this ice machine to, mm-hmm. to these natives. They've changed their lives. And now there's other like, like what would you call them, deep natives on this coast? Let's call right? them like, deep natives. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the safest way to approach this. Deep natives. Well, he does... <laughs> In the voiceover, River Phoenix now, back with the voiceover, does explain that he is now producing big blocks of ice for locals. Yes. And they come down, they shoot, and they go into the water, and then they're put on boats, and they go to whatever tribes are nearby. Mm -hmm. And he does this all for free. 
-hmm. He does say that. But you're right, because he hears of another tribe who are so far inland, they've never seen people or whatever, a white man or whatever he's told. And, of course, he has to go stick his nose in their business. (laughs) Well, I love this, though. So he takes this crew, his sons included, and a couple of his... Maybe Boatman's with him because yeah. it's like his right hand man. This doesn't and seem they dangerous. Go, Just bring your 10-year-old son. Right? Like, they go on this treacherous, awful hike through this this island, right, to try to get to where these, these deep natives are. And mind you, <clears throat> he's excited because he wants to show the natives the ice. So they're carrying a giant oh block of God. ice. <laughs> and it never occurs to him when he finally gets there after like – like, the, it's a heavy, big block of ice at first, so they're trying to... River Phoenix is carrying it, and they're having problems crossing over the, the vines and whatever. It's an adventure. When they finally get to the deep natives, and he's like... They meet him, I think, with their weapons drawn, and their faces all painted, and they're like, you know, no white man goes here. He's like, wait, 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 I have good stuff. I'll show you what I have for you. It's changed your life. And he opens up this, like, this sack. And he's got it wrapped up in burlap yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. big leaves from trees and stuff. Yeah. It's melted. It's gone. It's water. <laughs> the ice, how long did you think it was going to last? What is Harrison wrong with him? The whole to journey go- is bizarre. Because at one point, the kid's like, can we just go back? And he's like... We're not going anywhere till we deliver this ice. Yeah. I'm like, what do you think they're going to do with this ice anyway? What are they going to do? Yeah. And suddenly just be like, oh, this is – can you get no, us well, a lot more of this? He thinks that if he brings it to these deep natives, they're going to think like this is diamonds. Like this – they're going to – their mind is going to be completely blown. They're going to think this is some kind of like – like quartz from the inner work. Yes. Like – because they've never seen anything like this. Like I they're know deep that natives. he wants to help them. It seems to me he just kind of wants to see the reaction like that. And I think he wants to be like about. a hero. He wants the tribe to be like, this guy's like a god. He has found ice. Ice is civilization. Ice will change who we are as a people. I thought it was very funny when he says, what does he say? It wrote down. Oh, he goes, this is the first time in creation that ice has ever melted here. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, all right, you're halfway there. You're halfway yeah, yeah. to your goal. I know. you got to love that optimism, <laughs> yeah, that right? Half melts. glass, half full. Um, is it the River Phoenix? Now, obviously, it's tense because these are these are deep natives, and who knows what they're going to do, right? And now right. you've brought yes. them this package that's melted, so it's really not anything. And River Phoenix sees that there's a couple of white guys kind of yeah. in the back. Yep. And um, Harrison Ford goes and investigates, right? He tells his dad. And Harrison Ford goes and investigates, and he thinks that they were captives. So he tells them, follow our trail. We've right. got a great setup down the island. If you guys can get out of here, that's a sweet setup down. I got ice. It's going to change your lives. The best part about this, I loved it when the guy who's taking them, I guess, it's, is it the boat driver that's taking them? I'm not I sure. I think so. All right. I think it is. So he's yeah. taking them, and as they walk up to these people, he's like, listen. They have never seen white people before. And the first thing this tribe says to them is, go away. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why are they speaking English? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> They've never seen white people. They're speaking perfect they English. Know. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they actually go away, you bastard. Go away, um, go away, go away. Go they away. just yeah. keep saying uh-huh. go away until mm-hmm. he unwraps water. <laughs> and then until yeah, until he shows them his wet cloths. Yeah. And he's like, well. So they get back. To their island. Right. And, 
Oh, this is when, and I was a little confused at this point. I think I was not paying attention or whatever. They go back and there's missionary flyers all over the place. Did the townspeople leave? Yeah, I think some of them. Okay, good. Now, again, that makes it less horrible than when everything burns. Because when all that happened, I was like, is everybody dead? Did he kill all of these people? Not every. No, they must have left because, again, you don't know how long his journey was to go find these natives. And he was kind of like their leader. And I guess the missionary did come and sort of finally convinced some of them to come his way. Whether it's because now ice is being dispersed throughout the island. He's like, hey, we got so, ice our way too. Yeah, it's all by us. It's not sure, just Fat it comes Boy from Island here, anymore. But whatever. Like, we don't have this giant eyesore in the middle of our fucking land. And later, we see his town, and it is pretty sweet. I mean, they oh, the, have yeah. electricity. I think mm-hmm. they're watching TV, or at least yeah, it video looks like tapes. on a flat screen TV. Yeah, no, it's, it looks <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, Martha Plimpton, yeah. apparently there's batteries. She's still listening to her Walkman. Yeah, they're driving cars. She's yeah. got a Jeep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I um, get it. I get it why they left. Yeah, a majority of them have left. and But Harrison Ford's okay with that. There is something like, I don't know. Like, I would never be one of those people that would like... You know those weird cults where they go and they all live together and they grow their own food? and you Oh, know, yeah. It's, like... I would never do that, but I would probably think about it for just a few you minutes. Would. You would. Because I'm sure, minutes. like, there was something really nice about seeing this town be built and everybody's working together and they're just yeah. growing their own food and they don't yeah. need anything from the outside. Like, it's, I don't know. That idea, as I get older, I think that seems more pleasurable to me yeah. than it no, used to. No, I agree. To. Yeah. Yeah. Be getting away from it all and just kind of living off on your own. Right. And, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they have beautiful um, they have beautiful tomato garden they have <laughs> they growing. Do. It's quite impressive. Except when the guy um, stumbles upon all those smashed ones, I'm like, who just smashed all these tomatoes? Well, that's what it's he terrible. says. Who did this? Right. He says that too. Who did this? <laughs> As he's looking, River it. Phoenix. I'm looking <clears throat> at you. Yeah, exactly. Eyes on those two shady twins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those two weirdos having a tomato fight, probably. It's a good thing, besides the fire that happened, it's a good thing that most of the islanders left because, or the other natives left, because these, are they like pirates? What would you call um, these? The captives that now come over and take Yeah, over. I don't know if they're pirates or poachers or what. What are they the, poaching? I don't know. Rebels? Would you call them Rebels. I don't know what they're rebelling against. Bad guys. We'll call them the Let's bad call guys. Them bad guys. The are... bad guys have escaped thanks to Harrison Ford's directions. The the deep natives, and now they found where I, he lives. I, I, were they even what? captives? No, they weren't. So they what were, were they holding... doing at the they in the deep holding... natives? Were they just waiting to kill the deep natives? And like, did well, they I show think... up at the same time as Harrison Ford? And they're like, oh. Great, this guy ruined our whole plan. Let's wait till he leaves and then we'll like that's what I wanted the answer as to why they were there in the first place. And <laughs> yeah. did they kill him? And how did people? they get there? Yeah, no, like, I don't I think they wanted to take something over, like pirates would, like take o- take you know uh, take over their land. But they realized like Harrison Ford like hyped up what he's got going. So they arrived with these non-natives and they're like, all right, we can handle this. We've, we've got these guns and we've got control of these natives and they have these huts and this 
primal way of living. But then Harrison Ford comes and moving his jabbers all about, bragging on about how they've got ice and great living space down but below. But if they're pirates, then why was it Helen Mirren that had the parrot on her shoulder? Good call. That should have tricked them. They should have looked at her and been like, oh, we're cool with oh, you. Oh, you're one of us. One right. Of us. All right. Welcome. Welcome. They are they're horrible, though. These bad guys. They are terrible. They are just going to take the fuck over. They're like, mm-hmm. well, well, okay. So they're terrible, but then Harrison F. Ford has an even worse idea. So they roll in, and they have weapons, and apparently... Again, because most of the villagers have left, so there's not a lot left people that are going to really fight them. And these these guys are just, like, hanging out. Like at <laughs> They one point, make themselves comfortable. At one point, they're kind of making moves on Helen Mirren and River Phoenix and his brother are watching. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, like a uh, rapey vibe from these guys. Yes, but before yes. that, they are just kind of, like, lounging around. Like, they're just yeah. in their house, on their makeshift couch like licking the blocks of ice like this is wonderful (laughs) so is this town infested with no 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 no. harrison lunatic this lunatic character has this idea that because well how else are you going to get rid of these guys right they, they it's like an unwanted house guest how are you going to get rid of them and they destroy your own house so he tells them, oh, you can't stay here. You uh, you can have my boat. My boat will take you, and then you can have it. You take that boat, you take it to any of the other islands, the mainland, and take the boat and go, because this island is infested with ants, and we're going to have to destroy all this anyway. And the, uh, the guys are like, no, like I don't see any ants. There's no ants. And he's like, you can't see them. That's the crazy thing. That's why we have to burn everything. <laughs> I do love it. He's like, if you could see them, you could kill them. Like, all right. Logical. So, so I really, at this point, I didn't know if this was an elaborate hoax by him or if I yes. just missed a line when they were like, no. oh no, there's termites everywhere. No, no, no. I knew this was part of the crazy, right. like now this is part of the doubt. He was always kind of spiraling into crazy, but now he's in like the funneling end, like the right. downward part of the spiral. He's, I love how the guys are just watching him. The, the bad guys are just like kind of kicking back and watching as he's like burning, pulling up the floors on his deck, on his like beautiful house deck and stuff. And like, it's terrible. They're these burning little, chairs. They have these great. These <laughs> twins are just like, do we have to burn all the chairs? Yeah, throw them in the fire. <laughs> and they do. They start burning their stuff. And then the, this is still not convincing these bad guys to leave. So no. Harrison Ford. Uh, oh, this is right after they kind of get rapey toward, um, right. toward his wife, toward mother. Yeah, her name's um, mother. Harris, yeah. <laughs> Harrison Ford convinces uh, them that they, you know, I'm going to put you in, you know, our guest. Oh, the bunkhouse. Yeah, the bunkhouse. I was like, that's ooh, la, la, they have a bunkhouse. Even the boys are like, we have a bunkhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but he puts them in the fat boy, in the giant yeah. ice machine. He puts machine. them in the giant freezer and, and then bed. wakes up at night and locks them in. And this is crazy because this is, again, when River Phoenix's character starts to be like, well, my dad is really losing it because his plan now is, well, I tried to get them to go. I offered them several times the boat and the way out. And now that they're not leaving, I'm going to burn them alive inside my ice machine or freeze them, right? I won't say freeze to death. I think he's just going to dump ice chips on them till they're dead. (laughs) Either way, it's terrible. But 
You got to do what you got to do. He didn't want to resort to violence. And he makes his son, he makes River Phoenix climb up. The, oh, yeah. Because the, they're sleeping in there, so you have to be super quiet to do this mission. And he wakes up River Phoenix, and he's like, come on, you need to do this for me. And River Phoenix has to, like, start the machine up, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird, like, it's like a five minutes of a bank heist movie at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, like, scaling the machine yep. to, mm-hmm. like, get whatever. Um and River, when it's done, the dad's, you know, Harrison Ford's like, this is what we had to do. We had to do. And you can see River Phoenix is like, you're, I think you're losing it, yeah. dad. I think you're losing it. Um, but still, this is dad. This is, these are bad guys. Sure. But it doesn't work. The bad guys, because the thing is, it's not silent once it starts up, right? It's clanky <laughs> it's and so makes all loud. this like weird noise. So they hear it. They wake up and there's ladders. There's ways for them to crawl up and out. And they do get to the top, and yeah, they they're start like firing their around. guns. They're shooting yeah. their guns, and outside, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is freaking out. He's like, stop yeah. doing that. Just yeah. die, I guess. Yeah, you're supposed to just freeze right. in there. What are you doing? But I guess all their gunfire isn't good for Fat Boy, because Fat Boy just blows <laughs> up. Like, explodes. Like, and explodes then all the, for like all two the minutes straight. All the tunnels that were the air conditioning mm-hmm. pumping into the houses... That blows fire into yep. all of whatever was left of their – oh, my God. So it's this huge, crazy explosion that they have to literally run away from. Like they, yeah, they have to, hide they have behind to take cover trees, from. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and now everything's just gone, including right. Boatman's boat. Everything. This is, is when just he's like, gone. I'm happy. We're free. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again – why is Helen Mirren dealing with this? Why is anybody dealing with this at this point? Because then the boat captain is like, oh, well, uh, we could just start over, I guess. He's like, nope, we contaminated the river. You can't yeah, drink yeah. that water Yeah, now. he says it it's like a crazy destroyed. person. We gotta leave now. We gotta go. Yeah. Oh, and the guy's boat was destroyed, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Boatman's boat is gone. I know. At one point, he's like, he's crying. And there's just all this wreckage, and he turns around. It's like she was all I had, and I'm like, this guy had a wife, and she's dead. What a shame! No, the boat. No, the just boat. his boat. Yeah, yeah. So they do take the river down, mm-hmm. and they make it to the ocean, and everyone is losing their minds. They are so yep. happy. We finally made it to the ocean. They jump off. I guess things are yeah. instantly uncontaminated when they get to the ocean because they're splashing around. Yep. Having yep. so much fun. The boat it's captain's amazing. like, my village is right over there. America's over there. We've yeah. got options. Yeah. And yeah. everyone wants to go except for one lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like, home. Let's go home. We're ready to be done with this experiment and over <laughs> this. And he's like... We're on a beach oh, now. His exact lines to mother is, I'm a changed man, mother. <laughs> if what you want isn't washed up on the beach, you probably didn't need it to begin with. And I'm like, what? You're not a changed man. You're the exact same person. You're even crazier. Oh, You're even crazier. Yeah, yeah, because there is just a bunch of junk on the shore. I didn't. I didn't yeah, it looks like. It looks it like looks their like, entire village just kind of just, like washed down. It's like shit. Yeah. yeah. It's a hot mess. Right. But he convinces them to stay. They all are looking at him like, what? What? But you he know? convinces them to stay with the most unconvincing lie, I guess, if you're over the age of 15. Oh, yeah. He says America is gone. America had a nuclear war. And he's How he found out about that, we don't know. How he would know. Right. 
And even the boat captain, who I think has been making runs to the U.S. and back to get supplies, is like, what, what's he talking about? What? Yeah, yeah. What? What? You're crazy. Well, that's why he doesn't stay there. Just no, the family does. Just the family And they does. do manage to make themselves a little shelter and kind of make the best again out of this Swiss family Robinson living, you know? It's still a little better than just a shelter. Like, it's still pretty good. In a short amount of time. Like, it looks pretty nice. Have, but still, even lonelier of a setup than before. Right, yes. Very isolating. Very, um... And when Boatman comes back at one point to visit, he's like, "This the, the, when the rain season comes, you guys are going to yeah. just wash away. He literally did build this house, like, a foot from the ocean, which yeah, is he's not like, It's like ocean view. It's like on top of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when the storm... And so, a huge storm comes... And their little, their, yeah. their uh, shelter becomes like a boat, basically. It becomes their little... For as smart as Harrison Ford is, we see what happens to the Jersey Shore when it just gets hit with, like, the remnants of a hurricane. And they're, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. in the path of hurricanes. Yeah. And their house, their entire house, it's, it's almost as though he built this house to transform into a boat if necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, because it's perfectly shaped like a, uh-huh. That was his safety thing. He was like, well, if I'm going to be right next to the water like that, we're going to be like, yeah. But it's important to to say that while it's raining, like before the big part of the storm hits, the boat captain shows up and says to River Phoenix, here's some spark plugs, here's some oh, yeah, gasoline. Yeah, yeah. Just tell your dad you found this stuff. Don't tell him it's from me. Yeah. He'll probably like throw yeah. it in the ocean or something. Right, 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 right. So then, in all of this chaos, River Phoenix is like, look at these spark plugs and gasoline I found. And they sort of turn their house into a motorboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, when the storm kind of clears up and they're on this boat then in this river, because mm-hmm. he's like, let's go upstream. Let's get away right. from the ocean. Go where we've never been. Yeah, terrible. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> at one point, the, the girls, those weird little twins, are drinking out of a coconut. And he's like, Mother, oh, yeah. don't let them yeah. drink all that because we don't Rations. know when. He says, We don't know when we'll eat next. And then he smiles. Yeah. Like, isn't this wonderful? He's really he's, happy. These are your children. These are your children. This is what you're putting them yeah. through. And then I think the propeller of the boat falls off. Oh, that's what happens. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. He yeah. has Any... to dive into the river. Which I and, grew up thinking that these rivers were just full of piranhas, but I guess that's not true. <laughs> I guess not, right? But yeah, he has to drive in. He has to dive in and get this. He disappears for a minute. He's Forever. under way longer than he should be, and the family's like scared at first, but almost you can almost sense their relief of like, well, if he's gone. But is that when she freaks out when she's like, I can't do this if he's gone. I can't do this. But that's when River Phoenix is like, hey, you can do this. Don't worry. We'll just go back. We'll find the boat captain. Because at this point, I was relieved for them. And I was very happy for just the safety of this family. Exactly. Me too. I was like, yes. (laughs) Just when the family is like, he's like pumped. River Phoenix has pumped his mom, mother up. And it's like, you got this. You could do this. We've got a plan. We'll be okay. We're now we can do what we want. We could leave this freaking crazy existence. The family's gone through like eight stages of grief in about 30 seconds. Uh They kind of all accepted it at this point. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, all right then. But then all of a sudden, like a lunatic again, he appears and is like Harrison Ford's like, 
Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You little shits are going to try to do this alone? If I died, you were going to go back to that boat, Captain? (laughs) You are. He calls his sons traitors and makes them (laughs) sit in a little boat that they tow. Yeah, outside. Uh huh. As punishment. And this is when their blood really starts to boil, both the boys. And the one boy's just like, we could just kill him. What, what, what would it? What harm would it do? Be so much better if we just <laughs> we just take care of dad, right? Oh my god! So as they're rolling along the river, exhausted, hungry, hot, sunburned, punished, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. There's this beautiful, like church music. Oh yeah, being sung, and it's they're like what people civilization songs. Hallelujah. Yeah. Right? It's, he has a weird reaction because at first he's like, let's just keep going. Let's just yeah. go. And then yeah. what? He hears like the preacher's voice. He's like, that son of a bitch. Let's go get him. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So they do. They, they pull in uh, mm-hmm. to this town. And this is like we said earlier, this is a legit town. Yeah. Yeah. So they pull into this town. He keeps hearing the preacher's voice, so he goes to the church. And the preacher just, I guess, put in a videotape of him preaching. Yeah, yeah. And everyone goes and watches it. And it's true. It is a little bit. He, Harrison Ford makes a comment like, brainwashed. They've all been brainwashed. She's completely disgusted by it. And it does sort of look like, especially because they're watching this video. and they, Yes. Yeah. They just kind of um, looked bored to me. They didn't look brainwashed. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just a lot of people sitting in this church staring at the screen yeah. with the preacher talking, which I thought, oh, I guess he, you know. Gave them Jesus and then left and left them like a bunch of VHS Gave him tapes. telecommunications. Like, I, I yeah, didn't yeah. Know he was still there. Yeah. But we do find out that he's there because they don't leave. They just sleep in their boat. They yeah. just all go sleep in the boat. It's still docked mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. River Phoenix and his brother get out, sneak away. And this is when they go and they meet Martha Plimpton, who's still in this movie. And she breaks the news that America hasn't blown up. Right. Still very much mm-hmm. there. And now they're like, so dad's been lying to us? Yep. What the fuck? And she gives them keys to a Jeep? Keys to the Jeep. I guess they could just drive back to America yeah. if they want to. <laughs> it's a long road. <laughs> they take the PCH, I guess. I don't and, know. And um, this was... The movie's almost over. There's like five minutes left. But this is really when I was so infuriated with Helen Mirren because literally... The kids go. Oh, yeah. The boys are like. They're like, we got to go. We got keys to the Jeep. America's fine. Dad's insane. And she won't leave. No, she's like, we can't leave. She's like, oh, we We can't can't. leave. We can't leave. And then suddenly the church bursts into flames. (laughs) And that's when she's like, oh. Your dad did that. Okay, let's get the yeah, girls. We're going to leave. Twins, yeah, come on, girls. Let's go. He's really lost it. He's blowing up churches. He's trying to risk our lives. He's he's an out-of-control mm-hmm. man. And so they start to try to leave, and the the missionary <laughs> guy is – who is that actor, by the way? We've seen him in something else, and he played a bad guy in that, too. It's Andre Gregory. I mean, you'd, you'd oh, know him. I'm, I'm trying to think of what he has been in that you may have seen. He's always in movies with Wallace Shawn. The, the little inconceivable guy from... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think he was ever in anything we've done on this podcast, though. No, there's one more big, but still, like, it's, painfully, like, 
So Harrison Ford gets shot. I have a lot of questions after this happens, too, because, yeah, the missionary just fires into the darkness at the guy who Mm -hmm. just yelled mother. Yep. Yes. (laughs) But he knows who did it. He knows. He says it's those it's those communists. And he's oh, is called, that what he says? Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. And he's called Harrison Ford a communist before. All right. Um, I thought, for whatever reason, like, because this did is Did you such think a, he thought it was the poachers? Uh, yes, I thought that he oh. thought... I thought that maybe at some point he had had a run-in with those guys or something like that, and that's who he thought it was. But I don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm thinking, like, everybody here must know each other. I'm sure word got out that uh, Harrison Ford went crazier Lost his and crazier. And yeah, blew exactly. Something up. And blew up his own island and or his own town of Geronimo, and right. now is out on the loose. And yeah, and he does so, just but, fire into the darkness and just. I mean, luckily, I'm going to say luckily, hits Harrison Ford. Huge <laughs> step, no. And I really thought I was like, oh, good. The family's free now. No, He's but dead. it's like a bad horror movie. I know. I was like, I can't wait till the next scene when they're just sitting around with Martha Plimpton and her dad joking and laughing. They got the farm back. Yeah. yeah they're back on that stupid boat uh-huh. going down the river. And Harrison Ford is still in control. He can't move his arms or his legs. No. He's just laying there talking to his kids. I was like, oh no, he's paralyzed. And then in voiceover, River Phoenix says he died, but... Yeah. He doesn't. We don't see him die, do we? I think we do kind of see him, like, peacefully <laughs> There was drift. one point where where Mother was over him, and he just, like, closes his eyes, and yeah. she, like, crosses his arms and gets up and walks away, and I'm like, oh, he's dead. And then River Phoenix comes over, and he opens his <laughs> eyes back up. He's yeah. like, hey, son, how am I doing? Oh, can you just die so we can finish yeah. this? I'm telling you, it's like an end of one of our creepy horror right. movies where the thing comes back a, a, alive again and grabs at the victim. Um, but yeah, then then we find out that in the end, River Phoenix's narration tells us that even though he always looked up to Father, um, in the end, he realized that, yeah. you know. Because it is, it is kind of a great, great last line because, you know, Harrison Ford, I guess, is paralyzed, so he's laying down, so he can't see what they're doing. And he says to them, he says, are we still traveling upriver? And they say yes, but when the camera pans out, we see the ocean, so we know they went downriver. So I guess they're going to be free. I like to think they went to where the boat captain was. Please. Please find family. that boat captain. Yeah. <laughs> he is your only hope. Of oh, and P.S. The we didn't mention when that happened. I mean, we kind of did, mm-hmm. but at a certain point, um, Harrison Ford gave his watch to the boat captain, and so the boat captain has a brand new boat that he traded in the watch. It's for. a pretty sweet so sailboat. Find it's, it's very yeah. nice. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, and as we said, Harrison Ford gives him crap about it, and he's like, "What? You gave me that watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, what am I doing with a watch, bro? Yeah, what would you? Um, <laughs> I like how a watch. <laughs> got him a boat because then i'm like well the guy you gave the watch to what's he doing with that watch (laughs) he gave you a whole boat for that how's this work yeah anyway that's that's it that's mosquito coast that's mosquito coast Mm -hmm. what'd you think i i I don't know i i really i really still don't know i i don't think it's a recommend for me because i just I found stretches of it to be really long. Like this movie's probably about twenty minutes longer than it needs to be. Yeah, there's a there's um, some chopping that could be done. This is yeah. a movie that played on HBO a lot when I was a kid, and mm. I do. So had of, you seen it? I do kind of remember seeing it as a kid, but I remember watching mm. it as a kid thinking, okay, 
not get like there's something I'm not getting here. Like this is yeah. not for me. And I'm yeah. still not 100% sure it's for me. Understood. I appreciate what it's trying to do, I guess, but Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, I, what did you think? This wasn't I had never seen it before. This wasn't the uh, the type of movie that I would have watched growing up. It wasn't in my sort of or my family's like repertoire of like eighties movies of <laughs> what style we would watch. It's not a mob movie, it's not a comedy, it's not it's just not a Lorella movie. Um Stuck and between I think like the great outdoors uh, yeah. and who's Harry <laughs> and the, Crumb. And the toy. <laughs> and the toy. No, yeah, yeah. No. The mosquito ghost. <laughs> And I think had I seen it as a kid, I would not have right. been interested in it. It would have been too heavy, and I wouldn't have understood it, and I would have been like, what is this all about? Even though Cutie Patootie River Phoenix is in it. Um, but uh, watching it now, I enjoyed it. I liked the story. I thought it was sort of relevant in a weird way. I, 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 I liked it. I, I would I, I would cautiously recommend it as okay. far as like, well, it's not like an 80s movie recommend, like, oh, this is like... Because it, it feels like it could have been made. It doesn't necessarily ring as an 80s oh, movie, no, 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 no. you know, aside from the actors in it, you know. Right. No, being, the fashion you know. choices aren't 80s. Yeah, well, there's Martha nothing that does show up in, like you said, Yeah, those she's star got sunglasses. a couple of those sunglasses <laughs> and she's got, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it. And for a longer movie, I was able, yeah. No, I do um, think, like you had said, I think everybody's giving it their all. I think all the performances are good. It's just, I don't know, it just meandered way too long and for me. Yeah, it had some longer parts, yeah. Yeah. What's your recommendation? My recommendation, and boy, I could have given so many. So now I have to remember those and save them. But this movie reminded me of a movie, uh, it's another 80s movie, but it's German. I don't think we would ever do it. Oh, all right. Called Fitzcarraldo. It's a oh. Werner Herzog movie where um, this guy purchases a lot of land in the Amazon where there's uh-huh. a huge amount of rubber trees because he wants to get into the rubber business, but he has no way to get the rubber out. And, and he has no way, basically, has no way to get this giant ship there. Mm-hmm. So he So he gets natives and pays them to literally haul this ship. It's huge. It's like the Titanic. They literally oh pull this ship through the jungle and over a mountain. And it's just, oh. the whole movie is just this guy descending into madness because at every turn, nothing works. It's a stupid oh, idea to begin with. And, yeah, yeah. you know, we have monsoon, so it like slides back down. And yeah, oh, but geez. it really like that character reminded me of just probably a more exaggerated version of Harrison Ford's character yeah. in this. Yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. that makes sense. What about you? And German, nonetheless. Um, instantly, when I finished this movie, it reminded me of a movie I had seen more recently in 2016, the movie Captain Fantastic with Viggo Morten- Mort- Mortensen? I don't know Mortition. if I'm saying Mort- <laughs> No. Viggo Mortensen. Viga- yes, thank you. Mort- Mortensen. There's too many syllables in it, and I give up after Mort. Right. So, yeah. And um, if your name is Vigo, just have a nice simple yeah, last name. Yeah, exactly. Like just a vampire Vigo M. last name. Yeah. Like Vigo yeah. Dracula. <laughs> there, you're done. Okay. Why do you get to complicate things? <laughs> but he's in it. It's a, it's a great little movie, I thought. Okay. Uh, he's sort of like, he and his wife, they're sort of like these activists, anarchists, whatever. And they raise five children out in the wilderness in uh, Washington. And they they raise them as 
like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere kind of thing. And she, his wife, gets very sick <laughs> and soon dies. And he has to then make the kids leave. Um, she goes into the civilization to get treatment or whatever and then dies. And he brings the kids um, into kind of civilization for her funeral. And oh. is confronted with family who don't believe in the way they're raising the kids. Okay. And it's a similar kind of thing where he's got some older boys um, in there that in the beginning very much look up to their father and love the way they're being raised. They just read a lot and kind of hunt and live off the land and that kind of thing. And as they Which experience... Which sounds great unless you're a kid and you right. realize what else there is to do. Well, that's the thing. When they get back into civilization because they go to the Maram's funeral and they see their family and they see what life is like, they realize how ill-equipped they are for life and like the oldest son has secretly applied to some Ivy League schools and gotten in, but his father would be against that. So it's it's okay. It's similar in a, in a lot of ways. And they really, the boys, the kids realize like how at first, again, they thought this was like a great little like hippie family life mm-hmm. that they were living, but they realized that maybe their dad was a little crazy and the mom maybe died because of the, the dad's kind of careless ways, even though, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. It's it's it was a good oh. film. I liked it. Two so. recommendations that are actually very closely tied to this movie. Yeah, wow. Yeah. A lot of times we just pick an actor. Or I really, whatever we've yeah, seen I know. And like whatever. I guess yeah. that works. Oh, very good. Oh, very good on All our right. part. Like, we did a great job. <laughs> Pat everybody. yourself on the back for that one. Job. All right. <laughs> so before we go and before we talk about what movie we're doing next, uh, we always forget to say. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Oh, yeah. We're on Instagram. We're on Instagram. Go to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. Oh, please, yeah. And we have a Patreon. And we do, as as you had said earlier, we have our latest episode on the great outdoors up there. Yeah. You can check it out. These two little We talk about these twins. God damn it. I'm I'm glad we've closed out our time with them. I'm just relieved. I'm just relieved that we're done. With yeah, them, and I don't have I to agree. look into their dead eyes anymore. I agree. I agree. All right, so Jamie, dead in eyes. two weeks, we're gonna go. We're gonna do something a little lighter. You know, this yeah. was a pretty heavy yeah. movie. Now, this yeah. a lot of this movie did take place on a beach. Yeah, and and I will soon be going to the beach with my family. Oh yeah, so it kind of yeah. And then you and I will be going. Back to the beach. Back to it. With, back to it. With Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon. <laughs> okay, gang. Head for the coast. Oh, look, honey. It's our old beach. Dude, it's totally maxed out. Dude, get on your boards. Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello are going
I talk to again? Thank you, Avalon. Well, how about this? Hey, the one? for the channel. Go get him, Kahuna. And special appearances by Don Adams. Uh, you're the harbor master, right? Now I'm the captain of the love boat. No drink, old buddy. Bob Denver. Don't call me that. I hate being called that. Hey, dude. And Pee Wee Herrick. Listen. Back to the in another movie that made the rounds quite a bit on HBO when I was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. it is just like, from what I remember, just like wall-to-wall slapstick nonsense, right? Oh, it's okay. silly. It's a silly movie. I mean, it's a net Funicello in like the 80s. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's in it's her 50s, though. I'm assuming, but reprising her role from all of those beach movies yeah. when she was yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I watched a couple clips just in preparation and Are you excited? most of it was music. <laughs> yeah. Most of what I saw were musical numbers. I'm, I don't want to give too much away, uh-huh. but I spent like, there was a summer that I watched this movie a lot Wow. And so I haven't watched it for a while, but I anticipate that the songs and <laughs> and some of the lines, because it was one of those movies where, like, I knew. I assume you still refer to that as The Summer of Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it was. was it. it was just me and a lot of Captain Crunch peanut butter crunch. And... I'm not going outside this summer, folks. <laughs> loop. We're going to loop this movie back to the beach. Yep. Sometimes I think about uh, the story you told when your mom wouldn't let you watch Hot to Trot anymore because you kept talking oh, yeah. like Bobcat Goldthwait. I do it That's all. So it was, that was a whole summer long thing. Too. I, I know they weren't the back to, they might've been back to back summers. Like one summer was Hot to Trot constantly. I'd be like, Marilyn Gwyneth. And she was like, oh my God, you have a normal voice. Just because use again, it. And also that's the only <laughs> line you've ever said when you describe this. Well, <laughs> I would also say other, but that was my, I would, that was like my intro line that would get me in character. And then I could be like, mom, what are we going to have for dinner? Where's the horse? Oh. I can't do it now. I have to get into character. Oh, but um, Your poor mother. Yeah. I know. I was listening to another podcast, and Mm -hmm. the guest on there talked about how people should, and this is dumb that I'm just co-opting this to sort of advertise for ourselves, how people should give to Patreon and stuff like that. Like, if you like shows, if you like content that people put out, rather than these big conglomerates for cable and stuff like that. Like, this idea of Patreon. You should support. Yeah. Yeah. It really is such a neat idea that people can start these kickstarters and you can just jump in and you can just Mm -hmm. you know support somebody's idea if harrison ford had had this if this had existed he could have found backers for that giant refrigerator he could have had a great gofundme page (laughs) yeah his big goofy picture on there (laughs) on my eight story high freezer all right he might not have gotten that many people but support us if you're interested All right, everybody, we will see you again in two weeks when we talk about when Back we go to the Beach. To the We're going beach. Back to the Beach. And, um, I don't know, have fun until then. Yeah. Have a good summer, everybody. Hey, Ruby. I'm in the
Don't you give me some rat poison. All right, I'll I'll walk us through. I think I, I, t- I took pretty good notes. I mean, I if I could easily, but I think that uh, I mean, it could what, how? Wow. Oh, <laughs> maybe I should walk us through. <laughs> Words are hard for me today. <laughs>